Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. It's an NBC News bombshell as the Me Too movement turns one years old. It just hit Fahrenheit 11.9 as Hollywood gets riled over Kavanaugh and midterms. AGT domestic abuse scandal, Beyonce witchcraft, and the curious case of Kylie's cereal. All that and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for September 23rd, 2018. I'm Alina Vision and your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome, Alina. Thank you. Happy Sunday. How are you? I'm good. So much to dive into. Some up, some down mm-hmm. topics here. But um, I want to quickly introduce my um, guest panelists today. Joining me at the table, Enrique. Say your last name so I don't mess it up. Sabini. <laughs> Thank you. See, I would have messed that up. <laughs> he is the host of Glitter Bomb TV. Congrats on the show, thank by you, the way. Thank you, thank you. Also, so I don't mess this up, because as a host, I never like other people to describe my show, uh-huh. because I want to present it how I want to present it. Tell the viewers about Glitter Bomb TV. Well, Glitter Bomb is if Ellen and Watch What Happens Live had a gay son. <laughs> That's pretty much what that was Latin. That was Latin. <laughs> and Latin. And Latin, Latin gay son. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, but that's exactly what it is. It's a talk show. It's the first talk show to cater to the Latinx community. Uh, LGBT talk show to the Latinx community. Which is really cool because... Um, also, it's uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, so Correct. you guys launched. Was that coincidental? No, not really. We <laughs> somehow it just happened. No, but yet yeah, right before because it's starting right now, right? Spanish Heritage Month. It's yeah, starting. it started on how I. You should know this. See? <laughs> no, I'm getting my membership. It started remote. September 15th and it ends on October 15th. Right. Yeah, which is why I actually was looking because I we pride ourselves at Meet the Hollywood Press on a diverse, you know. Um, a diverse rotation of panelists, and I was looking at the shows, and I said, you know, I'm kind of Latin deficient, and it kind of <laughs> jived that I called some friends, and they were like, oh, it's, you know, it's Heritage Month, and I was like, perfect. Done deal. Exactly. And here I am. Yes. Also <laughs> joining us is, uh, he comes from within, within the, the ABTV family, world. Um, Joseph Shepard, yes. who is also a CBS producer, Yes. Um, and you host the America's Got Talent, which is where you came to my attention, because I saw some of his clips, and I was like, oh, he really knows what he's talking about. I should have him on the show. And he's also here because there's an exciting story that you're at the center of. Yes! It's very exciting. It's Can't wait to talk so about good. that. It's so good. It has to do with cereal. It's super important. <laughs> yeah. But we'll dive into that. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Okay, so that being said, um, Me Too turns one. Because there's been so much... Like people accused and stories, does it not feel like it's been ten years? Is that just? And I say that with love in a good way because I I don't want it to ever end until everything's changed, right? But it turns exactly one year, October fifth. That is basically when 
the first Harvey Weinstein New York Times bombshell dropped, and that started off the movement. So obviously right now what I want to first discuss Oh, I went off my own rundown. I actually messed up. (laughs) What I first want to discuss is Emmys from last weekend, uh, which feels like that's also a year away. But very quickly, to pick up on last week's conversation, do you guys both watch the Emmys? Yeah, I did. Okay, so what did you think? Eh, I wasn't impressed. You? About the same way, and I also don't understand why the Emmys are at this time of the year. Like all the award shows are all at one time of the year, and then this is one that I forget all the time. Yeah, like it's like you'd think it would benefit it. Too that it's like sort of out of the award season, season. but uh, so basically it hit its all time low. They, they and here's the thing, in my opinion, from a production standpoint, because Lauren Michaels um, from SNL uh, produced the show and used his two weekend update um, anchors to host, who I thought were great, but they got like pummeled for their uh, monologue by a lot by more critics than liked it. It ended up scoring the lowest, even lower than last. Year. It just keeps progressively going. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline down. Well, they said a lot that it was like a big SNL sketch, the whole thing. But why is that a bad thing? I mean, some people, I mean, also there were people that they felt really uncomfortable about the proposal. Yeah. Which was super weird. Some people were like, wait, that's private. I don't want to have anything to do with that. That's interesting. And it was like yeah. weird mixed reactions. Oh, you mean the marriage that. proposal? I loved yeah. it. Yes, I that, loved it. That felt very Today Show to me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's going on? I was waiting for like Hoda and Kathy Lee to come out and hey! <laughs> like, Totally. But, um... No, so anyway, just to touch on it really quickly. So they tried something new right after also the end the the Emmys. It was interesting because they're coming off like a season high uh, streak. They announced that their chief is leaving too. Bob Greenbatt's like leaving the network. Listen, I say more power to him. I think we touched on this last week, and then I'll move quickly to current stuff because it feels so far away. It's they're honoring all these shows that don't air on broadcast TV. And they're targeting a demographic that I don't think has interest in watching any award show unless you someone comes up with this new formula, in my opinion, right. that caters to the streaming shows that are all getting honored. They're not the people that watch award shows. They're younger demographic people. Is that fair to say? Is that safe to say? A little delicate. Didn't they have like also a big fiasco with the MTV Awards, too? The um... MTV is a fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> They're a major walking like, feature. They changed the whole format and the whole thing. It's like, oh, we're now going to get the kids. And the kids were like, Ugh. We didn't even know the VMAs were happening until like, right. the day yeah. they yeah. were right. happening. Yeah. Like, but at the, they didn't advertise. At the same time, I feel like all these award shows doesn't keep going down the ratings. I mean, yeah. as, as years go by, people are not turn, tuning in to <clears throat> network television. It's it just felt a little wonky. Like, even the music they play when the you know people get awarded and they're walking up, it was just so 1950s. Like, True. everything just needs to be updated. And <laughs> It just, yeah, the people that are should be watching it are not watching it, yeah. and it's yeah. It's just Does be I, one mega award show. The music, right? And it's just sped through really fast, and it could be simulcast <laughs> on every yes. single we like social media platform, every single <laughs> yes. network. The ultimate award. The ultimate award coming everywhere, sponsored by Red Bull. I like that, guys. I really like that. 
Okay. Could be on to something. Moving on. So till next year when they go down another million. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now back to me too because that's uplifting right now. So um, no, t- in, on a serious note, it turns one. The Harvey Weinstein stuff was a year ago, which is, to me feels very long ago because as I was reading this morning, 550 total um, people have been accused in this movement. So that's like literally um, more than one a day in a year's time. Mm-hmm. Okay, producers, writers, directors, um, you name it, actors, actors. Uh, yeah. yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everywhere. Yeah. Everybody's on the list. Everyone. Okay, so what um, Itai Hot, who's a regular contributor here, did this like 13 part series um, at the rap. Hey, Itai, you see, he watches. Um, and he started to look after Me Too, basically. This is what prompted sort of me want to cover this. And so he talked to some of the um, bigger name people that really, Rose McGowan, like some of the like the pioneers of this movement of how life has changed and you would think that the results of it were like great they came out and this is open door it's like the opposite mm-hmm. it's like it's affected some of these women and men's careers they've been bullied online they've been um fired yes yeah. they get threats yeah yeah so i want to start with this question enrique and joseph um do you think even now a year later where we're at that the Me Too and the Time's Up movement is doing enough and if if not how could they be more effective in, 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 in continuing I think they're absolutely on? doing a lot and then they've, okay. they've changed us forever and they've created an awareness that and a voice that wasn't there before and people yeah. now at least feel free to like step up and say this is what happened to me. Look at what's happening right now politically. Yeah. You know and, and this woman who Ford uh, Dr. Ford who she couldn't she didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be in the spotlight, but she had a come to Jesus moment where, like, no, I have to say this because we can't allow this person to go into this position and me, knowing what I know, not say it. Yeah. So they've completely changed the spectrum. Now that the consequences have not all been positive, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But I fully support it. And I think that, you know, these people, as hard as it is to talk about it and come out and say it, they should do it, and more and more and more, and we should hear the stories. So, okay, so to pick up with that from you, Joseph, then, okay, so you're saying the movement and Time's Up, the activists in this, are doing enough. Um, I think this is what it is. Is Hollywood's response uh, in, like, the power positions that are needing to react to this and make changes throughout organizations, are they doing enough? In all honesty, I know this is not technically answering what you asked me, but I want to say something before. Sure. I feel like these things are so big that they need to be solved internally before being made press. Yeah. Because what is happening is that uh, somebody will come out and they will give their story and they'll give their side and they'll try to get somebody to go down. And then the internet and Twitter, or whatever, is like, well, who do we trust? How do we know this person isn't being, you know, isn't lying? How do we know this person isn't just has a vendetta against somebody else? Yeah. And it becomes this big taking sides thing. And then you're getting too into it when in actuality, it should be an internal investigation. Things should happen. And then you go from there. I feel like the public, the public aspect is making it a lot worse. Internal investigation by themselves, though, policing themselves. Because that'll, right. that's, that's, that's a good segue into yeah. NBC News <laughs> in a second. Right. Give me a second. And then it, also, no. but I think, you know, by being public, it's why we're having this conversation now. True. 
You know, so it's like you can't take that away. How do we need to learn how to handle it better? Probably if you want to be more private about it and everything. But I feel because of how public it was, people are confident to, to talk about it and come out. And but do you that. think that they that media organizations should be policing themselves in these investigations? No, no, no. no. I think they should always be an out. An so you outsource. say okay. Just, I, I'm okay. just saying that like when things become so big in the media attention, you're getting people forming sides and like you're never really getting anything. Alina, what do you think about that? Because um, I want to hear from a female perspective because do you think that go, sometimes they maybe don't trust going internally before they feel like they have What's your Absolutely. I think the reason why a lot of the women go to the press first is because they feel like they'll be reprimanded at work. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll hit some roadblocks. You know, obviously with the NBC story that we're going to be talking about, yeah. people, it just gets swept under the rug. So it's like your only recourse really is to go to the press and to be heard. And I think, especially with everything that happened since the Ronan Farrow bombshell came out a year ago, mm-hmm. more females are feeling like, okay, this is probably the right way to go, is to the press. Yeah. Because am I really going to get a fair shot if I go to HR, and I'm True. hearing all, all all of these other people who went to their HR, and nothing happened. Correct. I'm yeah. here to tell you, I, you won't get a fair shake at HR. <laughs> <laughs> I am high, I'm living proof of that. <laughs> a couple times over. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like internally and as a hiring manager, because I've been on both sides where you're orchestrating someone's um, departure, HR is not, you're, they're not, you're no, not, they're, not your they're working, they're not your they're friend, not your friend right. and HR also works for the, the top of Correct. the company. Who's writing right. their checks. They're who's writing exactly. their checks. So I just, I love it how it's like, a, it's HR. So they're like, they're objective <laughs> and it's like, no. yeah, but they're getting their check from exactly. the president of the company who can at any point go, get rid of them, please. Yeah. You know, so it's just, that's another whole episode, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so back to this NBC news. Okay. And I know it seems like I love talking. Full disclaimer, I worked at NBC News years ago because Access Hollywood falls under the NBC News division. And then I also worked at NBC.com. And I know it may seem like I have some... I actually had a great experience myself working there. But it seems like I love talking about NBC, but it's like NBC brings it on themselves. Like every time the show is about to air, there's yet another story that breaks, whether it be Matt Lauer, whether it be the Ryan Seacrest, whether it be the... So suffice to say... This latest one, um, to just give viewers and listeners a little background really quickly. So the NBC News division, which is ran under a gentleman named Andy Lack, who much of the industry knows, but for you know consumer listeners, this might be a name you've never heard of. But he is basically the guy that's like, was Matt Lauer's boss. He's the boss over the Today Show, the boss of all like the, the news programs. So a really explosive article broke on the Daily Beast on um, right before the weekend. You know, uh, bad Hollywood's bad news dump. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Friday news dump. Yeah, Friday news dump. And it was basically how Andy Lack is being accused of turning in his cheek um to sex, like to to accusations when people were coming forward about sexual harassers in his network, and previously before NBC News, it was more focused heavily on Charlie Walk, the music executive who got was on the four mm-hmm. and got thrown off um, for those accusations. That that basically this was brought to him years back. And so I guess where I'm leading to this, because NBC again they they're sticking to their story. They they basically said. None of this went on. We support Andy because, you know, the article started to say they're getting sick of hearing even the higher ups of Comcast are sick of hearing about NBC News and all their issues, whether it be Matt Lauer or this one or that one. And they they stood behind their guy. 
but then this was the curious part that I want to talk about. So the woman who had come forward about uh, someone at NBC News that later on left the network because this was someone that worked under Andy that was on this whole Ronan Farrow investigative journalist mm-hmm. unit. And what the article pointed out was a person on the unit to decide if Ronan's story should be told at NBC News and go go public was accused of sexual harassment himself, okay, and worked under Andy Lack, which is just crazy on, on any, any way you look at it, at any network, at any place. And so she got a settlement, and they're saying, and that money had nothing to do with the previous... I just, I feel bad for the public, because to me it's getting into, like, Sarah Huckabee Sanders territory when they're releasing these statements. So I just want to, <laughs> yeah. no, it's like, um, she left the network, she was accused, and um, that million dollars had nothing to do right. with all of that. It's like, she wasn't even a really damn good producer, because I don't know anyone who gets Sarah Huckabee like that. with Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. What's your general feeling on this, like, NBC and this whole thing about, because this is, again, what I'm saying about Me Too. He's a person who makes decisions and can change the culture you know like at NBC News that he's that high up do you feel that this is what what is your feelings on the story well I mean I think we have this saying in Spanish de que cuando el ruido suena es porque piedras trae translation it's like when the river makes noises it's because it's dragging rocks yeah and it has to be looked into and it doesn't surprise me at all that these people that are in this position they've been getting away with this for a long yeah. long long time yeah. and now the tides are changing yeah. you know and we need to focus also it's very important that we never forget that yes we're talking about this high profile cases but this is happening to everybody yeah. everywhere yeah. Yeah. you know the from the person that works at you know the 7-Eleven mm-hmm. to the one that works at the car wash to I mean it's not just them it's just their stories get pushed to the front to ever, of everything. Yeah. But it should be checked and investigated. And again, if somebody took a settlement and all of that. Yeah. Hello. Come on. I mean, yeah. It's pretty obvious. What do you think, Alina? Something smells. I mean, just like you said, you know, it's it's crazy just to see how a lot of things, like I said, just get shoved under the rug because yeah. on the basis of, well, this person's making money for us. So, yes. or mm, this is going to look bad. I mean, it's. I'm so glad that the rot is finally br- brought to the surface, and hopefully they can do something about it. Because about it. It's time. <laughs> it's beyond time. Yeah, um, I kind of think at the moment it's like NBC and CBS. No offense, are like oh, no. uh, they're on a race <laughs> on a race to the bottom with the way they handle sexual. Well, on on top of all of that, what is even more frustrating to me is that. None of these networks can get their crap under control. Yeah. So if you want to go and stick up for these people and you want to be like, oh my gosh, we didn't know about that. And in actuality, you did. You're making yourself look worse. Because if you think about it logically, you have the president of the United States calling every media outlet fake news when you cannot even control your own news outlet. Yeah. So now it's just giving him more of a reason to be able to call NBC and CBS and all these other stations fake news. And then it just adds on to it. So like, if you actually want to do the American American public a good service like call out the crap and yeah get it over with right they need a big like house cleaning across board yeah. and like every man that has his hands dirty in this replace them with a woman yeah there's tons there's tons of super talent probably smarter because I know I like working with women personally better I've had mm-hmm. bad experiences with men bad my personally but it's just I think that this whole thing where the excuse is 
I was too... Oh, I didn't know Matt Lauer was sexually abusing, like, women for years because I was running the division. That's your division. <laughs> yeah, right. That's your so, job. So right. you're, no. You exactly hit the nail right. on the head. You, are, you look bad either way. If you didn't know, you're not writing a tidy house and you shouldn't be in that role anyway. Correct. If you did know and you covered up, you shouldn't be in that role anyway. It's so funny because these are the types of um, when I was still working, and you have to you have to sort of uh, you know f- walk a fine line when you're reporting for an outlet. And now I'm about to launch my own, so I am my outlet. I can say what I want to say, and it's like no one has the balls a lot to say this in Hollywood. That it's like you are a bad manager either way. If you knew it and you were hiding it, you're bad. If you right. knew it and you didn't, you're bad. So it's like get rid of these people. That's why I think the Les Moonves thing, people were waiting on the edge of their seat because if he could hang in, then they thought it was going to be it was going to flip this movement the other way. But thank God that wasn't the case. That wasn't yeah. the case. Yeah, but it still isn't, isn't he giving 20 million dollars to We don't know yet. Yeah. Allegedly or whatever. Well, CBS is, but that he still supposedly I saw a New York Times reported that there's still he ain't going away. It's saying that he's still going to try to get that 120 million dollar golden parachute. Because he needs that. But this is a good segue. Cry me a river, please. <laughs> yes. It's a good segue, though, because it just, I want to touch, uh, we talked about Julie Chen Moonves so much last week that I just want to give an update to viewers. So everyone was wondering, because after she left the talk, is she going to be on Big Brother? She will for now, as it says. She's remaining. I guess her contract goes through the mid-season um, Celebrity Big Brother that would be airing, like, up until, like, I think in the fall or something. So, mm-hmm. like, up to, like, 2009, right? Here's my thing about it. Everyone's like, she's staying. 2019? She- yes, 2019. <laughs> Did I say 2009? Can we go back in time? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, yes, 2019. Um, She wants to keep her job at Big Brother, of course, because she just basically has to talk nothing about this. And here's what people don't realize. The internal investigation with Les Moonves still has to turn up his results. So this is what I say to people. Sure, she's under contract for now. But it's like if he gets – if that investigation finds out he's guilty – that looks so bad if CBS would keep her on. Why? I don't know. Why? You don't think a one... Okay, so this is where I'm going to get controversial. I am so sick of... <laughs> I'm so sick of this, like, being acted like women that are with men that do this. They're complicit in this. Like, she now knows, like, what her husband has done. She's sticking by him. So I get forgiveness, but, like, 12 times over? 12 times over. 12 women. But think- it's her job. You technically... I mean, like... Right. You can't just fire her and be mm-hmm. like, okay, you're mm-hmm. gone because your husband did something bad. Mm-hmm. Here's if she has something, if she has a say-so in it, if she did something, if she ended up hiding something under the rug or did something like that, then sure, right. go ahead. That's a different right. story. Well, here's the thing, though. This is where I relate it to and why, why, why I have a bee in my bonnet about it. Because, <laughs> because it's like with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. I relate it to that. Les Moonves and Julie Chen are not like government, you know, presidential figures, but they are big enough public figures that the rules are a little bit different than like people Correct. like us, right? Well, when Hillary Clinton, like she was when she stood by her, it was as if like the the press ha- said she had to talk about it. She had to give her son. Why is Julie Moonves, uh, Chen Moonves not being forced to speak about this? Well, like if I you want to keep your job on CBS, you're going to get in front of a camera and you're going to speak yeah, to this. Yeah, but you're also and with all the respect, but I feel like you're acting like if you live under their mattress. You don't no, know what dynamic they you. have. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I don't want to know. <laughs> but it's 
exactly. You don't know what the dynamic is like in their relationship. What's going on? If she really knows, or how much she knows, or I mean, we're talking about these people that they didn't just like, you know, went to Vegas and and got a hooker and like, you know, this is more we complex wish than that. He should have did that. He'd, yeah, been, I, he'd been in less trouble. Yeah. So yeah. Just their this own. stuff happen before they actually got together. Well, the, way, the ones that were accused. Well, yeah. allegedly, her. the way they got together. I mean, yeah, he, he was. He, didn't he have another wife? I mean, is that like public record or is that oh, like I my? Know. Yeah, he did. He was married to Nancy That's Moonves. Right, he was. Julie and him met when he was already married. Let's just say we'll leave it at that because I don't know the details of that. He, like he's the first. I mean, again, I'm not trying to like stand up for them or anything, but I just feel Sounds like like you are. Uh, you have to like. Well, I mean, the thing about it is like I think about it this way: it's like I have my husband, for example, and yeah. it's like God forbid we were in a situation like that. I it's very complex you know yeah. like we don't know exactly what she knew or didn't know she had she's not but she dumb. knows now she knows now she knows yeah, now she knows but, now but it's like on a technicality should cur- she be fired because uh-huh. she okay. didn't do the she action be, I get what you're saying she because, can't be fired because right. she's married to a slob that sexually right. harassed women okay I get that but she should have to talk about it. Like, to me, it's like, that's like, she gets to go on a show with scripted stuff now, say Julie Chen Moonves, you know, like, I'm, I'm waving a flag, like an, a big F you to, right. to the cameras, to every woman that came forward, both in that situation and the Me Too movement, in my opinion. I'm sorry, I'm toe fired up about this. Do you because, want, like, a sit-down Barbara Walters? Yeah, yeah I kind of do. There's no way that's Julie Chen is going to be like, all right, now, um, you've been evicted from the Big Brother house, right. and my husband. <laughs> Let's talk about him for a second. Yeah. Like, that's not gonna happen. Big exactly. Brother, a special episode. Yes. <laughs> but I think Just that CBS... the women. CBS is also thinking from an aspect of Big Brother fans are loyal Big Brother fans. They love Julie Chen. I saw that online because I never, by the way, never watched an episode, never planned to, ever. If they get rid of Julie Chen, I think they're giving away their summer hit. I mean, at the end of the day. She really makes the difference because that's like saying to me that, um, Tyra Banks got you. You do America's Got Talent. So when who was the even the Cannon? Nick Cannon. Nick but Cannon. Those, so it was like, oh my God, Nick Cannon's leaving. They replaced her him with but Tyra it's like, Banks. It's like the same the same person. America's Next Top Model without Tyra Banks was like, oh gosh, but why are we watching? Julie this? Chen was the last host in all of Hollywood that people would have expected to got that job. Yeah. Oh, let's get really hip, fun Julie Chen to do Big Brother. <laughs> From CBS News. It was so ridiculous. It's because her husband gave her that. Yeah. Les, I really want a job that makes shows me my fun, flirty, sexy side. <laughs> oh, why don't you do this Big Brother show that we're adapting? That's how that went down, and I wasn't in the room for that either. <laughs> Give me a break. So, yes, the fans love her now, but they would love just the next person. Like I, don't I think know. it would be canceled before they got somebody else. You think she's that? No one's that think, intense. It's not that intense of a show anymore. It's not like what it used to be. So if she goes, I think the ratings will plummet, and then it would be gone after a season. I think it's the only person who's, who could not be replaced is like the Ellen DeGeneres show can't be replaced. But, it's right. the Ellen but you're DeGeneres missing what I'm saying. The ratings are already going down. It's like a plummeting of show. It is, yeah. It's already a plummeting show. It's been on for like ten plus years. It's gonna. Are you a fan? I used to be. Okay, so do you actually think she brings something to the show, coming in and pronouncing the contestant's name wrong and things like that? No, I don't think that she brings I don't think she brings anything to the show, but it's like the the fans are crazy about it. But her. do you think like huh. it, they would stop watching just because of her? Seriously? It's like if you were to watch Survivor and then Jeff Probst were to be gone and they have somebody else. 
Yeah, exactly. I'd be fine with that. I love change. I don't get people yeah. who are so caught in there. Like, I love change. And particularly if it was something where, like, you know, her personality shines. Yeah, along the lines of what you're yeah. saying. And it's like this thing where, like, she does this one-woman show situation that you're like, oh, my God, I gotta watch that. I'm but just gonna not- quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, that. let's get to this really next important story while we're on subjects that... Um, Joseph, just tell the audience here, okay, so there was this big brouhaha online over Kylie Jenner saying that she never had, I feel myself getting dumber repeating this right now, saying she never had milk in her cereal, right? You did the research and found that she did, correct? So, this made me extremely mad, yeah, because please. first of all, <laughs> we need to talk for a second, because we give these Kardashians every ounce of our energy, which yes. I don't understand why. Me neither. So, I'm sitting at work, I see this story, Kylie Jenner's never had cereal with milk, and I'm like, How? and I tweet out, and I'm like, your dad was Wheaties man, how did you ever have cereal with milk? So then I started thinking, true. and I was like, okay, and so what I did is I typed in Google, and I was like, Kylie Jenner cereal with milk. And I started going through Google <laughs> image history and I see this picture of cornflakes with strawberries and blueberries and it was from like 2013. So then I had to go through like her Instagram and I kept scrolling because there wasn't a oh, direct link. Oh my so God. All it's a big back project. 2013. It's a commitment. And then I tweeted at her and I took the screenshot and I was like, girl, I was like, <laughs> you had cereal and milk on August 25th, 2013. Yeah, I saw that. I love so, it. Oh my God. I did that. That's the best story. And then I went to bed TMZ pulled it and Cosmopolitan pulled it and all these people pulled it but they all said they did the research oh my god and I'm like y'all didn't go through the timeline of this girl <laughs> and then Jason Kennedy was on E and he was like he was like alright I've got to get Chris Jenner on the phone he calls Chris Jenner on the phone and he's like you know, I went back into Kylie's uh, Instagram in 2013, and I saw this picture of her. Oh, my um, God. So is that actually milk? And Chris Jenner was like, it could be almond milk. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I'm getting so, dumber by the minute with that yeah. whole situation. But, but it made, like, national entertainment yeah, right. headlines. Huge. Like, Apple right. News, you know, Huge. like, everywhere. Well, we're giving you credit here. No, we're giving yes. you credit. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. well, all of her fans are saying it's yogurt, and it's not yogurt. Not yogurt. <laughs> it's They'll not. make up any... Okay, so the funny thing about it was, is that it got... TMZ put it up. I'd seen it on his Twitter before because I was like, what's this all about? And it was like, because she's trying to lie and people are all saying like, oh, you know, and by the way, were her fans more uh, for pro Kylie defending it or more like you're such a liar, you're... Because on the TMZ story, it was all haters going, oh, like big surprise, another Kardashian Jenner would be lying or whatever like about something. So I often wonder if this is just like orchestrated... Are they that smart? And, like, like the joke's on us. Like, they're not really that absent. I mean, they're good business people. We know this. Chris Jenner, oh, brilliant yeah. business brilliant marketing manager. woman. Yeah. yeah. But is this something where they woke up one day and, like, I think I'm going to screw with the world and say I didn't have milk in my cereal. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, was like, they got time. Well, haven't they I, tanked companies? They've tanked companies by saying, you know, what was it with uh, one of the apps that they she said, oh, this is oh, not even cool. Snapchat. It's not cool anymore in the stock. Fifty yeah. million. <laughs> because <laughs> the fact that, like, when I when I do hate watch the Keeping Up with Kardashians, like, the fact that Kim in a July, uh, during July, is worried about Kanye 
Didn't you think it'd be so great if um, you're like, I'm Amber Rose and you're Kanye for Halloween in July, <laughs> right, this is. Right. So it's like, if you're if that's like all you have to worry about, like first world problems. So maybe they really orchestrated the cereal I don't, I don't cereal know if it was orchestrated. I feel like it was just like a Jessica Simpson moment. Like, you know, chicken of the sea. Like, it was just one like <laughs> stupid thing you say because like, there's stupid things that I didn't realize. I didn't realize that like the Chick-fil-A sign was a chicken in the sea. Like, you know, you like realize these yeah. things sometimes. And I think maybe I she was like, just set up. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe she just said it she said it on her Snapchat and maybe like but then it just took off it's like we just give these people such a platform but why I just love the fact that you called her dad was the Wheaties guy yeah. <laughs> it's like you, they never had that conversation it's like that when you were an Olympian and stuff like that you were like in Wheaties that, you've never tried and one you, I mean and I wouldn't yeah. want to try it because yeah. my dad was there when when yeah. he when Caitlin was bruised and you know that Bruce Jenner had like such a big ego he probably had the actual Wheaties cereal box and was like we have oh, 700 more are you kidding me like, they get the box from like 1967 <laughs> and they just refill it and that's like all they eat Every morning. Yeah, it's cereal like, for life. It's true. Anyway, suffice to say, Joseph broke that story. Joseph did the research. Thank you. Thank you. I would just like to say when I was running an entertainment site, I was reputable, unlike others that steal people's work and don't give credit. Thank you. So, that good job yeah. there, Joseph. Good, good job. job. Good the, the, biggest, the biggest problem of the week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from Kylie's cereal, let's move to Beyonce witchcraft. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's just funny on its face. Beyonce, I should tell viewers, Beyonce and Jay Z are here in LA uh, for their tour, and um, so obviously your Instagrams are probably flooded like yes. mine. Mm. But tell a little bit about this because it's it's really funny. It's the, bananas. Yeah. So um, pretty much, her ex drummer is filing a restraining order <laughs> against her, claiming that Beyonce <laughs> practices witchcraft. Okay. <laughs> Magic spells of sexual molestation, extreme witchcraft, um, said she had murdered her pet kitten. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And a whole slew of other things. So this is just this is just bananas. Yes. The only magic that Beyonce is practicing is black girl magic. Exactly. Okay? It is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Been a card carrier since she was born. So that's it. Um I don't know what is you know, the ex-drummers deal, but it is quite out there. Suffice to say, the internet got a hold of it. Yes. And so, what were more people saying? That she was a witch or wasn't a witch? I just you think know it's this, hysterical. Hysterical that they would even be, like, surprised by it. Have they seen Latino celebrities? It's like, you know, you walk into <laughs> Telemundo or Univision, you see, like, the saints upside down and the chicken hanging. It's like, this is like, a, you know, everyday thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, why are they so surprised? Well, even if she was doing some, t- like, maybe it was just spiritual couldn't she, maybe she had like cards like did he say he witnessed this it just no it just said this is what went down extreme witchcraft well I mean there was some extreme witchcraft with that first pregnancy because that she did not carry that baby like that was a surrogate that was some witchcraft you know I mean you never know <laughs> do I think that she had I don't know and then what is this powerful witchcraft that she's still staying with him after he ended up cheating on her I mean there's right. someone, after Becky with the good hair I would yeah. think so if she was actually a witch she'd have known before Solange knew <laughs> I'm just saying if she's a witch I want her spells because I want that billion dollar payday right. yeah. she, her, she so should write a along. book of spells exactly <laughs> now that charm is coming back what a great time <laughs> 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 
We do love her. Exactly. We love Beyonce, though. It's so funny because on the internet, I was trying to pull quotes for it, but everyone had, like, gifts to go along, like the beehive coming out in COVID, and all that really funny, so go check out the tweets online. Hilarious. So it, it created good memes, so, yes. you know, then, then it, was, it was worth it. Yeah. Okay, so then just before our last few minutes of the show, very quickly, Trump talks, Trump talks. Mm. This is what I want to point to. Um, so CNN dropped this weekend a pro-Trump contributor um, f- over abortion pill allegations. So Jason Miller, who, by the way, couldn't be more creepier even before I knew this online. Oh, like a Trump apologist. So mm-hmm. my my point I'm saying is he basically is accused of slipping an abortion pill into his girlfriend's drink. I mean, I don't I don't even, like, that's just beyond the pale. Who ended up in a coma, almost. Yes. Because she was yeah. bleeding so much. So much. And so what I want to ask the panel, do we believe at this point, is there any um, men in the Trump administration, present or past, that are not alleged sexual abusers and harassers at this point? Because I can't... You got Pence, but he's got that whole repressed, like, uh, gay thing possibly going on, so he's not. But, I mean, it's just... This, to me, is just, again, you have Trump out there trumpeting about... Excuse me. (laughs) Trumpeting uh, against the Kavanaugh accuser now. Mm -hmm. Like, really, just... They're destroying this woman. It's just disgusting she's trying to prevent the country from potentially having a uh you know a sexual a second a second a yes. second on on the court and she's getting destroyed but there's a walkout tomorrow check out me too movement online by the way guys because well, did you a, say like why didn't she like say this like talk about this before and if it was real that she would have come out with like told a story i, before? I just yeah. want to make i want to make one i'm looking straight into the camera right yeah. now <laughs> for those people that do not understand and they try to tell people that why didn't you come out right away mm-hmm. as a victim myself it takes a lot of damn time to be able to accept what happened to figure out what happened if you were in the right if you were in the wrong and come to jesus moment of you accepting it so don't ever put a label on anybody and say they should have came out earlier because they're doing what's best for them and maybe they couldn't have come out earlier because of another reason so don't do that i'm gonna second that amen i'm gonna co-sign that yeah yeah me I love it how they're questioning what happened 37 years ago, but then there's, like, conservatives who, like, the Bible happened a million years ago, but they're so convinced all that's right? true. I'm exactly. just saying. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sort of, like, to me, that's similar. And oh, not only that, the Bible, We don't remember what happened. And the thir- Bible has been rewritten, like, seven billion times. Yeah. It's the greatest game of telephone ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Exactly. You know? But you know? apparently but it's okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, so really quick, um, we've got a few more minutes. In our last segment, Overheard Hollywood, I want to give you each chance to just tell our viewers something either you're working on, something they should be aware of this week, something on your show, anything. It's your it's your little uh, one minute each platform. <laughs> well, I'm of course going to plug Glitter Bomb. Uh, yes. Please check it out. It's every Thursday at 7 p.m. on LATV. Um, you can just check out, like, go to LATV.com and find out what where you get LA TV and, and watch us. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of surprises. Some huge celebrities we have from Housewives to Gloria Allred to, yes. I mean, you name yes. it. That's, they're coming over. And it's super fun, easy. We're not pushing an agenda. It's a party that everybody's invited to. So check it out. Good. Joseph. Um, There is going to be a big movie that comes out in the next few weeks that everybody's going to go crazy over. And I just want to say before anybody goes crazy over it, I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but um, (laughs) I just want to take a moment and say that everybody's going to be giving Lady Gaga this Oscar buzz for A Star is Born. And I've seen it two times and it was a piece of crap. Ooh. 
Oh, Ooh. a little contrarian Ooh. Gaga there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I can't wait to cut that clip. <laughs> clip. Clip. <laughs> okay, Alina, please tell our viewers and listeners where they can find me at the Hollywood Press. Absolutely. So you guys can watch us on AfterBuzz TV on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Meet the Hollywood Press on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us. Give us likes. We love it. Reviews. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Meet the Hollywood Press and on Twitter at Meet the HWD Press. Thank you to my two guests. Thank you, Alina. Thank you to all of you. And join us next Sunday back on Meet the Hollywood Press. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 